Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing business in small towns across the Midwest. I'm your host, Allison Hassler with Southern Illinois Vacation Rentals. And I'm Russell Williams with Ethos Small Business Incubator and co-working spaces here in Marion, Illinois. You're in the Citadel building here on Tower Square Plaza. Thank you for joining us. Also want to thank our sponsors for making the Small Town Big Business podcast possible. And that includes Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and also Union Street Arts. You can listen to the Small Town Big Business podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, all the podcast places, including YouTube and Facebook. Subscribing is free and you won't miss upcoming episodes that are released every two weeks. And if you want to know more about the Small Town Big Business Podcast or even be one of our guests on our show, you can contact me, Russell Williams, and that's russell at watermarkethos.org or find us on Facebook. It's Ethos at the Citadel on Tower Square Plaza. If you're new to our podcast, welcome and thank you for listening. We interview successful business owners on how and why they thrive in small communities. And today, our guest is Nick Scofgard from Alter Ego Marketing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for being here. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me. And I appreciate you helping me spell out your last name. Ah, uh, it's okay. It's a doozy. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I think that this podcast is so incredibly needed. Um, what you guys do, uh, sharing stories of small business owners is, is fascinating. So much fun. Yeah. We like people who listen to our podcast and we appreciate that very much. Well, you have a very, uh, a very interesting view on this because you are also, not only do you have alter ego marketing, but you are also the Jackson County CEO a facilitator. Facilitator. So I've been the facilitator of the Jackson County CEO program for the last three years. So it's a young entrepreneurship program that helps, uh, you know, um, high school juniors and seniors um, sort of find their way in business, uh, learn more about the business community, things like that. And then in addition to that, I own Alter Ego Marketing and we do um, high level marketing consulting. Um, we do everything from logos and brochures and business cards all the way to uh, web design, SEO and digital marketing. Yeah. So you've been around a while. I have. I have. I want to talk about your origin story. Yes. Well, you, you, that, that falls so well into the alter ego name, doesn't it? It does. Uh, so uh, alter ego was actually founded in 2014. And, and I feel like, like so many business owners, I waited forever to start my company because I was terrified mm. about the process. Sure. And for anyone who is a business owner, that's really laughable because it's so incredibly easy to get started a lot of the time, but there's little tiny things that hold you back. Um, I was talking to Jennifer Olson from the city of Marion today, and I was telling her the story of, um, I founded my company on my lunch break. Um, I got a DBA and it was something that took me over a year of like psyching myself up to go do and like, I don't know what I thought. I thought they were gonna like grill me on like why I should be a business owner and what like all this stuff that I needed to know. And I walked in and they handed me an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper that's like your name, your address and the name of your business. And that's it. Like that's the whole process. They were super helpful. They told me what to do next. And I just remember walking out of that building going like, it took me a year to do that. Like, are you kidding? So yeah, I mean, my origin story is is that I I love um, marketing entrepreneurship. I love getting to know small businesses and figuring out what makes them tick, what they're passionate about. And if you can get excited about what you love, I can get excited about it too. And I want to help share the story. Yeah. 
So did your family, were they entrepreneurs or how did you decide that, hey, I want to be a business owner? You know, it's so funny that you say that. Like I would have never said like, oh yeah, entrepreneurship runs in my family. But my my mom and dad actually owned uh, the Bookworm Bookstore for 15 years in Carbondale. Really? And so um, I I grew up around entrepreneurship and, and, and I don't think I really knew it at the time, right? right? Like it never clicked for me. Um, but I would say that my my interest in entrepreneurship came a lot from the, the fact that I, I was not a great high school student. I was not a great college student. I didn't like following rules. And I I have this this sort of um, nagging belief that like, like, if this is a stupid rule, somebody should fix it, somebody should change it. Like, why do we have to do it that way? And I feel like that's where my entrepreneurship really, really took off is like, I wanted to find a better way. Mm-hmm. and. If nobody else was going to do it, might as well be me. Let's go. And I feel like that's the thing that entrepreneurs thrive on is finding simple answers to complex problems. Okay. And why marketing? Why marketing? What problem are you trying to solve? So I would have told you um, that a, a long time ago, I would have told you that my passion was marketing, that I love sort of, of getting to tell business owner stories. And and if you asked me today, I would tell you that my passion is actually entrepreneurship. Um, marketing is the vehicle that allows me to do that, is that I get to tell so many different stories of so many different business owners from so many different types of businesses. And the thing is, you meet some of these small businesses in small towns. And the thing that you, you, you realize right away is like they have this like, fiery passion for what they do. And there is a ton of blood, sweat, and tears in small business, right? Like yeah. you've you've climbed every, every obstacle in your path to get to where you are. And sharing that story is the most fun thing ever. And when I get to meet somebody like your business is incredibly cool. When I get to meet somebody like you who does something really cool and has a great story, my initial reaction is more people need to know about this. And that's where my business comes in is we help people tell their story and figure figure out what the best vehicle to share that story is. And so that's a lot of fun. Have, you mentioned that you did go to college. Did you go for marketing or was it so something else? I actually got my degree from SIU in public relations, speech communications. I had a minor in marketing and a minor in journalism. And, you know, um, for me, uh, for me, public relations was just a, another vehicle to tell the stories. I, I got to do all the marketing classes, but I love to tell compelling stories. And the challenge with public relations is very often you have to convince other people that your story is worth telling. You can't just tell it yourself and spend the money. You actually have to, to earn that media exposure. And so finding a way to, to tell that story in a way that is not only interesting, but also compelling enough to get you to pass it on um, is just something that I loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've helped a lot of businesses here in Southern Illinois over the last uh, almost 18 18- uh, 18 years. I founded years. Yeah. I founded Alter Ego in 2014. Yeah. Um, I'd done freelance consulting, uh, marketing consulting for for several years prior to that, and so um, we currently work with about 26 different clients on uh, on an ongoing basis. We have tons of clients that do one off projects with us. Uh, we work with clients in about seven states right now, and we're growing every day. Yeah. So you have a bird's eye view of really what makes small businesses in small towns. Thrive. Oh, right? yes. That's really cool. Yes. Um, one of my favorite things about being a business owner in a small town is that the networking and the help system, the support system in a small town is unlike anywhere else. If you go to Chicago or LA or New York or wherever and you want to meet an important person in city government or somebody who runs the bank, 
it's going to take you months of networking and opportunity. The thing is, three of us sitting at this table have a network big enough to reach almost anyone within a 50-mile radius in two phone calls. That's game-changing. When you can walk in and ask to speak to the president of the bank, and they'll come out and talk to you. When you ask to speak to the mayor, and he shows up and and helps you, or, or, you know, Jennifer Olson, and I use her as an example, you know, the the city wants to see your business thrive. It's not about jumping through the hoops or, or fighting the obstacles. It's about finding the community that will help support you. And they're so willing to share advice. They're so willing to share help. And that's something that you just can't get in larger cities most of the time. Mm, That's good. That is really good. So tell us, let's talk about the CEO program and what the goal is behind um, the high school students that are in the CEO program. Yeah, so this the CEO program is a, a really amazing program. It's the Midland Institute of Entrepreneurship, and and so they have fifty six of these CEO programs across the United States. Um, they're made up of high school juniors and seniors, and and the idea is really really threefold. Um, you know, on on the surface, it's a business class. It's to teach them the basics of you know how to write a business plan, how to to generate um, ideas about uh, marketing, about money, about finance, about whatever the pieces might be. The second layer is a little bit deeper. It's a uh, soft skill development, so it's workforce development. You know, you've got a business in this town and you're looking to hire people. We're training your future employees. We're training them to show up on time. We're training them to dress nice. We're training them to have a resume and a professional headshot. We're training them to have those soft skills that are so critical to to being there. Um, Just shaking somebody's hand and looking them in the eye is such a big deal Um, to build that confidence. And then the third layer is really economic development is we want to see the communities thrive. And and the answer is the school system is what's grooming those future people. Um, they're going to be the the fire chief, the the, the mayor, the, the doctors, the lawyers in your community. You've got to start training them early and hoping that they see the value in that community and what made their small town special and want to either continue to grow there mm-hmm. or maybe they go off to college become successful and come back and support that community. But either way, um, that's a huge goal of the, the overarching program. That's good. So that's fulfilled some entrepreneurship passion that you've got in order to better other people. And Oh, I would say that, that getting to help um, small businesses either through through Alter Ego right. or through the CEO program has been one of the most rewarding things in my career. Like getting to find that story and help them find their confidence to tell it is, is just so game changing. Right. Yeah. Plus you have a team. How many mm-hmm. folks are on your um, So ego? we've got about eight right now. Um, okay. And uh, so our team has really grown over the last uh, last year, year and a half. And so we, we continue to grow and, uh, and uh, aiming for world domination. Awesome. <laughs> your team's been up in our spaces doing some some meetings, yeah. trainings, yeah. things like that. Yeah, too. we use the, the EOS system, the entrepreneur operating system. So we do quarterly meetings, uh, full day retreats. And so uh, Ethos has been a wonderful addition to the Marion community. It's such a nice place to have a, a meeting or a meeting space that uh, that we, we definitely plan on use, utilizing it again in the future. Yeah. Do you have a specialty? Is there a certain type of business that you say, this is really what we need to focus oh, on? Oh, absolutely. So um, really, we aim in the next five years to have basically there's going to be three ways that you come, become a client falter ego. Um, one is in the physical space. Uh, so that would be a logo or a brand identity and all of the umbrella of things that come underneath that. So that business cards, letterhead, envelopes, whatever it might be. Um, and then on the other side is the digital realm. Uh, so you have a website or you don't have a website, but it needs a revamping. And so we help build mobile first 
websites um, at, at a scale that is really not done in Southern Illinois very often, um, and then help those clients tell those stories digitally because digital marketing is going to reshape the way that you communicate with the world. Um, you know, this podcast is a perfect example. You can be sitting in in Ireland listening to this podcast and nothing stops you from, from making a difference uh, anywhere on the planet. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to ask you, since you do work with so many clients and in, in not just Southern Illinois, but across the Midwest, it sounds like the uh, what do you see in the the entrepreneurs in small towns? Uh, what do you see is a common, let's say, either a common challenge or a common uh, what commonalities do you see across the space? Ooh, so, so there's there's two things that are common traits that are things that I really, really love about uh, business owners in small towns. And one of them is grit, and just the, the resilience to keep going um, and, and fight through challenges. And I think that the small town living kind of gives you that grit really early on and, and we, we celebrate it, right? Um, you roll up your sleeves and, and get the job done, whatever it takes. Um, and the other, the other one is just a, an absolute willingness to help. I am blown away. There's there's only one thing I've said in my entire life that I think is worth writing down, and it's that the secret to life is to put so much good out in the world that it can't help but find its way back to you. And I feel like the small town communities, especially here in Southern Illinois, I find that there is such a willingness for people to go above and beyond to help you grow your business, to, to connect you with resources, to refer your business that I've never seen anywhere else. And so so as far as like the assets of a small town, I think that's a huge one. Um, you know, in, in small towns, the challenges, I, I think I think they're, they're more, misperception, more misperceptions than actual challenges. And it's that like, oh, there's a small town and, and the population's not huge and I won't have enough customers. But the thing is, you know, the, the workforce here, creating something original and unique is, is way easier to do than if you're in a major metropolitan market. And the other thing is, you know, your cost of living, your cost of expenses, your travel time, your commute to work. My commute to work is four minutes. Yeah. I can wake up, put on my pants and be at work four minutes later. You cannot do that in Los Angeles, not not even with a helicopter. And so <laughs> I just feel like there are so many advantages to being in a small town and in small towns that are, are thriving, that are working hard to take care of their businesses, nothing stops you from doing business all over the planet, all over the United States from somewhere like Marion, Illinois. Um, we have that ability and, and your workforce is going to be cheaper. Your cost of living is going to be cheaper. Your rent is going to be cheaper. Um, and so you just have so much more opportunity to grow. Yeah. Excellent. Now, Nick, you help people solve problems. You help businesses solve their problems. How about your business? What problems have you been able to solve over these almost eight, you eight know, years? You I, I think, know, I think that the biggest problem with being a small business is is oftentimes just fear, right? It's, it's, it's not knowing where to go next. It's not knowing how to grow. And, and that's where that community comes in that's so important. Um, building a network is the single most valuable thing that any business owner can do, period. And in a community like this, it's so wildly easy to do. You know, Ethos is a co-working space. There's great people here. Um, you walk in the door, people are friendly. They want to connect. They want to talk about your business. Um, you walk into City Hall, you've got a support system there that wants to see your business grow and thrive. Um, you know, from from networking organizations to the chambers of commerce to to just events that happen around town. I feel like if you show up enough times and enough places and you add value selflessly mm -hmm. you will find such a return on that investment it's, it's almost impossible to put into words so building that network is key 
So have you learned that? Because you, the way you speak, it's like, oh, he was born that way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel this but, way in 2014? Yeah. Did you Did you so, know that you would have so, so much support? It's so funny if you if you if you actually go back to, to some of my origin story. I, w- I was a terrible high school student. I was a terrible college student, and. I would say that that's probably where my relationship with the CEO program came into to play so strongly is, um, you know, in when I was in my mid twenties, I really found a couple mentors that that like saw something in me that I didn't see. You know, in high school, I saw the jocks, I saw the valedictorians, I saw the smart kids, I saw the band kids, and I was like, I'm not any of those things. I like talking to people and I'm nice to people, but anyone can do that. And it took well into my twenties before somebody like identified that as like, hey, you're good at talking to people, you should use that. Like, that's not a skill. It took well into my 30s before I realized how to actually leverage that skill. And so, you know, finding those mentors, finding those pillars of the community, I've had five or six in my life that have just made all of the difference in the world that can see that thing in you that you don't have. So when I get to be that, whether it's for a a student through the CEO program, or when I get to see that from a business who's really, really damn good at what they do, but they don't know how to tell their story, Mm. that's where I come into play and I can be that evangelist for their brand in a way that's really hard to do for yourself. there's a quote I love. It's hard to read. It's it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle. When when you're the product being sold, when you're the yeah. business, when it's your blood, sweat, and tears, it's sometimes hard to tell your own story. Yeah. So finding someone who can help do that, mm-hmm. whether that's a customer or whether that's um, you know a key employee or whether that's a marketing firm like me, um, is is so critical. You've mm-hmm. got to tell that story because. I believe that passion never fails. I believe that the people who get out there and do things for the right reason will always see the return. And and that's the thing that I love. And I think I think you can hear it in my voice, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing that gets me fired up. Has it been a challenge to get clients outside the region, outside Southern Illinois? No. And, and here's what's so crazy is um, the only limiting factor to our growth is us. Like, we don't have the mechanisms to scale. Um, I learned a ton about business in the last decade. I, I've, I've, I've really, I've made so many mistakes. I've done so many things the wrong way. Um, but again, those, those lessons are so valuable. And so, you know, what's great about this community is if you provide wonderful service to somebody, if you do a great job, they tend to refer you. And all of our 100% of our clients come from referrals. Um, at this point, we basically don't take on clients that don't come from someone who is a referral who's already done business for us, um, or with us, I mean. Um, so what what's weird is you wake up and there's a phone call coming from California, and it's a friend of a friend of a friend who, hmm. who used our business, um, and they need a website or they need a new brand. And so we've built logos for companies in California. We've worked in all the surrounding states. We've got some business uh, you know, um, on the horizon and a couple new ones that is really exciting, some really big stuff. And it's, it's word of mouth. Doing the right thing and doing it well will always lead to that, that next person passing your name on. Yeah. So I'm really interested to know what, um, how the high schoolers respond to your evangelical, evangelical spirit. Is that, if that's a word, is that a word? (laughs) Sure. Uh, With entrepreneurship and business. And, you know, I think there's this preconceived notion that all high schoolers fit into this one box of always on their phone and uh, no very little social skills and that you know firm handshake and looking people in the eye. Um, 
but you get to see a whole other side of them. And I want to talk about that. Uh, so, so you ask how they respond to my evangelistic uh, uh, craziness. And I will, I will tell you that I, I, I scare the bejesus out of all of them the first time around. Um, I, I tend to get really excited and I really love what I do. But I think that for most high school kids, they are unchallenged. Um, you know, we, we've built a system for, for school children to sort of follow the rules and, and color inside the lines. And, and the education system as a whole really doesn't reward experiential or experimentation and failure, right? If you make a mistake and you bomb a math test because you tried something new, that carries with you for the rest of the semester. It affects every part of your grade. In business, that is not the case at all. If you bomb and make a huge mistake, you learn from it and you never do it again. I mean, I think I speak for every business owner who, who can think back to like that, uh-oh moment. Like, yeah. I never want to be in this situation again. Um, I believe that failure is not the opposite of the success. I believe that failure is the shortcut to success. And so getting high school students out of their out of their comfort zone, um, getting them to realize that no one's ever going to show up and make their dreams come true, that it's up to them and there's nothing that prevents them from starting right now is is one of the most valuable lessons that the CEO program teaches is, is it's not about, can you learn the curriculum? Can you check all the boxes? Can you get the test right? There are no tests in the CEO program. Um, just like there are no tests in business. That's not what it's like. Um, you're going to learn some lessons the really hard way. You're going to make some huge mistakes. You're very perpetually going to be out of your comfort zone, especially if you're growing in business. And that's what the real world is like. And I think that the second you give someone who is 16, 17, and 18 year old the the opportunity and the encouragement to get out of their comfort zone and to take ownership of a problem, they really rise to the challenge. And there's a lot of less of that, like playing on their phone or something like that, which is almost like a stereotype that is, I think, a, a misconception. Um, we tend to do a lot for them. And because of that, they don't want to step up and do it for themselves. Um, as a as a part of the CEO program, they very specifically hire facilitators, not teachers. Um, the facilitator, they, they said this in, in the facilitator training my very first year, is the hardest thing you're going to have to do is sit down and shut up. Like you're going to have to get out of the conversation and you're going to have to let them make mistakes. You're going to have to let them fail. And when they realize that you'll let them fail, all of a sudden the pressure becomes something totally different. Yeah. Um, we had uh, our class business was a trivia night and it almost always takes right up until like the last week, week and a half before they like have that stunning realization that like, I'll let you show up and bomb in front of 150 people. <laughs> and and there's this like deafening silence on the yeah. day of class where they cross that line and they really realize that is, yeah. is that, that like we're totally okay with that because you're going to learn an awful yeah. lot as there's yeah. 150 people in a room looking at you awkwardly. You better step it up because I'm not coming to save you. That changes the dynamic. And I think that that, that being willing to get out of your comfort zone is, is what, where the magic happens. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. I think about when I was a high schooler and what I would have thought about if I was in that CEO program. And I really think that I would have been that person that thinks that you have to have that perfect ready for to be a fortune 500 company business plan right out of the gate and that you mm. there and and otherwise i shouldn't try yeah. you know that that perfection or nothing 
And it took me many, many years to get out of that uh, mindset and really embrace the entrepreneurial concept of you throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. And if it doesn't, you pivot. And my own business has pivoted a thousand times just in the last couple of years, it feels like. So, so that's a really, a really great concept that I think uh, most people, especially if you're not in the entrepreneurial world, um, is a great asset for anybody, even if you don't become a an entrepreneur, uh, a great asset to that um, that CEO program is to understand that failing is a learning experience, oh, and you get to learn so much about yourself, so much about um, business, um, and you get you really reward you are rewarded from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I I think that 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 failure is something that that like when the risk is very low. When you live with your parents, when you have food on your table, when, you, when you've got opportunity, that's when you should take the most risk because what's the worst that's gonna happen? You, you start a business and, it, and it's not a great idea and it doesn't work, okay, great. Chalk it up to a learning experience and go do something else. Um, I, I think that the secret is just continually getting out of your own comfort zone. Is if, if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're, if you're just, doing what you've always done, you're, you're missing an opportunity. And whether you're a high school student uh, looking at an entrepreneur program or whether you're a business owner, I think that the, the realization that is really surprising, and, and most of the CEO program um, doesn't quite get to this, but as a business owner you do, is when you make the realization that the only currency is time, that the money will come and the money doesn't matter, if you're not doing something that you love, if you're not putting your heart and soul into a business that you want to see grow because, then nothing else is really important. Your currency is time and you only have so much of it. Yeah. So what does the next 10 years look like for Nick Skogard and Ultra Ego or anything else that you're interested in? You know, I, I, I have uh, giant aspirations to be a serial entrepreneur. So, um, you know, Alter Ego has been a, a phenomenal uh, growth point for me. We've we've grown a lot. Um, we plan to grow and develop in a, in a lot of different ways. Um, I, I also am a co-owner of a, a, a property company. So we own 16 rental properties across Southern Illinois um, and want to continue growing that. And I am, I am always looking for that next opportunity. Yeah. I'm always looking for that next, next thing. Um, I just think that, that business is the ultimate game. It's 24 seven, 365 days a year. And it's so much fun to see what else is out there in the world. Um, I love getting to meet business owners. And, and the thing that Alter Ego has done for me probably more than anything else is put me in the same room with some incredibly cool, passionate people doing some world changing things. Yeah. And that's, that's so incredibly addictive. And, and I want to go out there and make a difference for my clients, for their businesses, for their employees, for the community in whatever capacity makes the most sense. Um, I, I feel like that comes back to that only currency is time. What are you doing with yours? Um, that's what, what wakes me up in the morning. What's awesome to have your passion in the building here because <laughs> we share that passion to see new startups get successful here in small towns and I, I feel like I could be a wild evangelist for 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 what buildings like this mean. This is this is more than than a couple of rooms and a couple desks. This is a this is a incubator for for lots of different businesses. Um, 
And it's going to put passionate people in the same room, just like this podcast is going to put put passionate people in the same you know Facebook group. I, I can't say enough about building connections and building community because you know that that rising tide lifts all ships. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff that we've talked about. Yeah. I just want to know one thing: How did you come up with your name? Oh, that's a great question. So um, alter ego marketing is uh, sort of a play on the the superhero Clark Kent, you know, Superman Clark Kent. Um, and and f- a fun, exciting story is that since 2014, I have been looking for an authentic red phone booth um, from the UK. And I am now the proud owner of not one, but three of them mm. um, wow. that will eventually uh, grace the, the front of our office. Um, it's 2,600 pound cast iron, perfect condition. And I'm so excited about it. Um, I believe, and, and I say this all the time, that we build super brands in Southern Illinois. We want to help businesses unlock their true potential and and really that's where that alter ego name comes from there's a there's an alter ego secret identity in everyone very cool yeah very well said so how does someone reach you or reach alter ego uh so our website is alteryourmarketing.com um we freely give out our direct line which is 618-967-8637 um we offer free business consultation so we'll do a, a logo um you know audit for you or we'll do a digital audit for you completely free of charge no matter what um anywhere in the world uh we help small businesses tell their story excellent interview ah thank you nick scovegard from alter ego marketing appreciate you being here I appreciate it too. This has been great. Yeah. And thank everyone for watching and listening to our small town, big business podcast. And want to thank our sponsors for making this possible. Again, it's Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, the Black Diamond Harley Davidson and RV, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course, Union Street Arts. And thank you very much to Luke O'Neill, our producer. And you can join the small town, big business community wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, subscribing is free, and you won't miss upcoming episodes every two weeks. I'm Russ Williams. And I'm Allison Hassler. Thanks for listening.